I'm Dana Townsend, a disabled Black woman living with MS. I'm a professor, content creator, and all-around dope person. Unlearning and unpacking all the toxic junk I've picked up while living most of my life as a temp in a neighborhood society. I'm Carlos Kareem Wyndham. They, them. I am a black and native facilitator, comedian, and musician living with MS. Join us as we explore and examine the Venn diagram of culture, politics, and more. The full range of intersectional issues facing disabled folk in a racist and ableist world. We will raise our spirits while we raise your awareness, and we all raise the temp on these temps, uh, temporarily abled people, to help them get some act right. Join us this season on Myelin and Melanin, Raising the Temp. So how was your trip? It was thorough. Yeah. It was thorough. Yeah. It was, it was, it was wild. And uh, it was exhausting. And uh, Gabapentin uh, was my uh friend and crutch and everything to keep my eye uh still through all of the travel so that was that was uh the travel was quite a lot the travel was yeah. quite a lot the uh purpose of going to the university to revisit the uh movement that led to the hunger strikes that established uh ethnic studies at the school in 94 was listen you know when memories come back they just come back with everything mm -hmm. and they did uh within this trip too and maybe we can talk about it as we get into some shit i don't know i don't know can i ask you something though yeah what's your silver lining so my silver lining so my oldest nephew graduated from eighth grade on Saturday, which is just so wild. I remember I was looking at some pictures uh, from his 5K graduation and now he's <laughs> going off to high school. So anyway, so I attended the graduation ceremony mm -hmm. and, um, and this isn't the silver lining, but you already know, like, you know, when you are out using mobility aids, me and my uh, Gotta navigate situation, a wheelchair, the, the ableism comes out. So I, this isn't my silver lining, but it jogged my memory. So my sister and I went into the restroom and as we were leaving, you know, I'm coming out, you know, it wasn't accessible. I didn't, I wasn't there to use the restroom. I was looking in the mirror, which was totally not like accessible, the sink and all that. But anyway, so you know the bathroom is like super small. So uh, somebody's trying to get in, and I'm like trying to like navigate through the doorway with my wheelchair, all the things. And so this woman, I guess my sister knows her. She must be a parent of one of the kids. Mm -hmm. But she sees me. She's like, "Oh, girl, you look so cute." And now I don't know this woman, so she and she doesn't know me. Oh, I love your purse, Matt. Like saying all these things. Because, and I know this, like you can pick up the cues. The patronizing way. In a wheelchair, and you think that I don't know that I already look cute. So, like, you have to give me a pep talk because, yeah. you know, this little thing in a wheelchair 
you know, is feeling bad about herself. So you need to like, you know, gas her up. So anyway, that was just an annoying yeah. thing. You know, that type of ableism comes out. But anyway, so I'm at the graduation. And of course, like when there are a lot of people like, first of all, I have like severe anxiety. I'm just an anxious mm. person. And so mm -hmm. I'm like wanting to make sure that I'm not like crashing into people and shit like that. And so my sister was, you know, she, you know, walked ahead of, you know, we had one thing that was nice is that one of the perks of being disabled is you get like VIP seating places yes. but anyway. So I'll take that. But anyway, so she was like guiding us to where our seats were and she was, you know, walking, you know, faster than I was going because again, I'm trying to be, you know, conscious of space in the wheelchair and all that. But it was so sweet. So my younger nephew, he was walking with me along and I'm going kind of slow and I'm being cautious, but he, you know, just like walked, you know, next to me, keeping pace mm -hmm. with how I'm going. And I just thought that that was so sweet. Like his consciousness already, you know, is, you know, just being aware. You know what I'm saying? He could have easily, and he's, you know, God, he's 12 now. You know, he's a 12 year old boy. He's all, you know, tons of energy yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So usually, you know, he'd want to run over to a seat and sit down. He wasn't thrilled about being at, you know, a long ass graduation. But the way that he, you know, just walked with me and, you know, didn't want me to, you know, feel because it was a lot of people. So anyway, right, right. so I thought that was very sweet. So that was one thing I'm like, oh, I don't know if he realized. And he I mean, he's a 12 year old boy. He is, you know, he's a 12 year old boy. So with that said, I don't know if he was aware of what he was doing and how thoughtful and how. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Was. I'm sure. So I was like, oh, wow. I'm sure. I was a 12-year-old boy. I grew from a boy into a me. But yeah. there was there was a, a definitely a 12-year-old boy period. There was, mm -hmm. the, you know, the sweetness and the softness and the reality yeah. of who those children are. Like, they can't hide it forever. Yeah. yeah. But it shows up in yeah. those spots. That's wonderful. Yeah, it was so sweet. And so then, so that was Saturday, whatever. And so yesterday, just Sunday, we had a little you know, family, like mini, like celebration for TJ, my nephew yeah. graduated. So we had ordered dinner um, for delivered. And so our food came and the food that I ordered was in one of those really impossible, like plastic containers to like get open. Mm -hmm. And my dexterity in my hands are weird. And so it's difficult for me to open that kind of that kind of complicated, it's not complicated, but you know. But that um, kind of a clamshell, it doesn't work. It's not accessible. Yeah, it's weird. So anyway, so TJ brings my food to the table by me and he just, I'm getting choked up because it's so sweet. So he just, you know, realizes now, nor I would have said, you know, hey, could you open this for me, whatever. I didn't ask him anything. He just set it down without any hesitation, just opened the and this sounds so like basic but it meant so much to me he just you know, opened it up you know took the cover off put it you know he just like without me having to ask or without me even him even like being aware that like oh like she's struggling to get it open he just before he set it down just took it off and then gave it to me i just thought that that was so sweet like yeah. look at you being like aware and attentive and kind so anyway, well, that and just look meant at you, a lot And look me. at you being validated and seen. 
And that's wonderful. That's beautiful. Yes. 100%. So yeah. And yeah, that just meant a lot like, oh, so yeah. So the silver linings, very sweet nephews, attentive, all the things. So yeah. Anyway, what is your silver lining? Ooh, um, airport birds. Shout out to airport birds. I just, I think it's wonderful that birds have taken up residence in airports. Uh, I, I, I find it hilarious that people are still shocked or fascinated by this occurrence at all, uh, especially in, in airports uh, that are city-sized airports. DIA mm-hmm. in particular is uh, an enormous airport and uh, ever-growing. And there are just birds that live in the airport. And so shout out to airport birds. That's that's a wonderful silver lining. Yeah. Airport birds. Yeah, shout out to them. So um what so first of all, before I before I even go any further, and this I don't want to take this conversation um all off the rails, but I so I was just watching the January sixth the second round of testimonies or whatever. Ooh, yeah. um, so I had it on, I was watching and they were showing um, Bill Barr, you know, giving his testimony and Bill Barr, awful human being, you know, whatever. But watching objective people and even um, Liz Cheney, not a fan. She's not an ally. She's not a, you know, she's not one of us. Nope. I'm finding myself like rooting for these people who I generally like on a value level despise. Like, mm. you know, I'm hearing Bill Barr like telling the truth about things and I'm like rooting for him. And it's like, no, you're you're doing but, but wait, like, what are you rooting things? for him to what 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 do you mean when you say rooting for him? What does I that don't mean? know. Like I'm like, yeah, t- like like I'm feeling like oh you're on my team on a very basic level because you are telling the truth about on the fa- shit that on you team facts facts exactly and okay. it's like well, why am i even feeling like that way yeah, yeah. it's like very well because you haven't heard that publicly when was the last time we publicly heard right people who were politically motivated yeah right to keep this bullshit going that i mean that's the other thing about it is that like when 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 i see these humans liz cheney and uh bill barr and all i can think is you're a nazi Mm. and uh (laughs) Bill Barr, you, there's nothing you can ever do to regain your credibility. It is far too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are clearly, clearly uh, exactly who you were during the the riots at Kent State when he was taking sandwiches out to the cops. When That's what he did in college. Mm-hmm. That's... That's see, listen, and this is all going to get us to the things, okay? Mm. Because who we who we are is who we were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, who we are is who we were. It grows, it grows, but it ain't different. Yep. All right, he was 
exactly who those hyper conservatives, same kind of uh, uh, Bannon and all that. All, all, he was that in college. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is during Watergate. He was team Nixon. All right. Anti-black people, anti-brown people. His anti-blackness has deep roots all the way back to then, associating jazz with cannabis, cannabis with hippies, hippies with the radicals, making it communist again. Okay, that's who he is. Fuck him. Liz Cheney's daddy is Darth Vader. That nigga should be dead eight times. There is no he is more machine than man now. Mm-hmm. Point being, they are evil. E fucking vil. Okay. What the thing is, is that Trump and his fucking nutbags blew the lid off the evil. So they can't make no money off that shit no more. And they like, hey, shut up. You hey, that's not the rules. That's 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 not the rules, is literally the only thing that they're pissed about. If they've known that these terrorists are out here talking about lynching the vice president with the with with sanction mm-hmm. from from that one from the Trumpster, okay, saying yeah, well maybe, right? Mm-hmm. If if this is the level. For them, they're like, hey, you, 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 you breaking Robert's rules, bro. That's not really what we said. That's not really the deal. And so that's why they're after him. It's got nothing to do with us. It's got fuck all to do yeah. with us. We don't get more votes. We don't get more power. The Supreme Court's fucked. We have no autonomy over our bodies. Like, how? no, boo. No, and I mean, I I'm, agree I'm with you. you. No, I feel the same way. My heart feels so swole. To see some truth get told, though. Yes, and I, it's so disorienting because, I, like you, you summarized and illustrated these people perfectly. But like, why am I even like having some sort of like good feeling listening to, to the truth? To I hearing mean, your opponents say, "I got my ass kicked," like it's just because that's what we we are used to, and it's been yeah. two and a half years of bullshit. And nobody willing to do it out publicly for fear of the fact that he created a whole goddamn army of assassins. So they had to wait until they get to the trial. And a trial. What is it? It's a whatever hearing. testimony, what hearing, 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 whatever. Hearing. Yeah. Yeah. It's Text it's me. just all too much. Yeah, Everything. no, I mean it's wild, and I'm not taking my eyes off it. Here's the other thing, too, is that um I I I got into a uh teeter argument with uh uh Depian when the uh trials of that uh gross uh abuser uh the Rachel Dolezal of Cherokee Nation uh Johnny Depp uh let, I guess you could call wait it a minute, trial wait a minute wait a minute Rachel Do- <laughs> okay just sitting with that Love just it. Okay. That. Just rub that on for a little bit. Right. The way he yes. rubs on brown face when he wants yep. to play in or sell yep. cologne. You got, okay. So first of all, bullshit. Top to bottom. Bullshit. That man simply dragged her 
for the sake of dragging her with levels of misogyny on display unimaginable unimaginable in a pre-Trump era. Are you kid? Could you imagine Woody Allen trying some bullshit like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you said my name out loud. I'm suing you for $50 million. Right. $50 million because you can't be Captain Crunch? Bitch. What is wrong with you, sir? Those are children's movies. You, this is not what is the, the, all those children grew up. No one wants this mm-hmm. except for them. People sitting in the trial, them, them nut bags. What is wrong? So I had said, I certainly hope. No, no. What did I say? I said something like y'all watching. What is it? Y'all watching Depp heard. I'm trying to see what's going on with Jenny and Clarence. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm trying to see what's going on with Jenny and Clarence. I want to see what's going on with real Nazis. I mean, I hope those people who was being so entertained by that trial are paying any modicum of attention to what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, we were so distracted by that bullshit. And it's like now the hearings are on. Now I'll say this too. The ratings are uh, ridiculous. Everybody is watching it. Fox is losing. Everybody's paying attention. Everyone has it on in the back. It's the only thing that's happening. That's what's happening. Period. Period. If you've got the news on, if you got the TV on, if you got mm-hmm. the radio on, that's the fuck's happening. So that's good. That's good. The truth, as you said, is getting out. But it's like yeah. the truth of what? Yeah, you're so right. We knew. We knew you can't unwrap a present that we, it's like a, it's a bicycle wrapped in the shape of a bicycle. Right. Yeah. You're so right. It's so, all of this is just so disorienting. And then these damn, you know, bipartisan gun safety law. I mean, it's all too much. It's, it's, it's. It's a red flag fun. for kids 18 to 21 that only means they got to wait a little bit longer right. to get their assault rifle and go into the next Batman movie <laughs> or supermarket or church or school. Hi, listeners. Our conversation was cut short because of some technical difficulties, but thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tune in next time as we share more silver linings and continue to raise the temp.